This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlin. <laughs> and nice little uh, wubble a dub dub in uh, Wookiee speak, because that brings You us- have no idea what I you said, oh, man. I know exactly what you fucking said. Man. Yeah, oh, um, you're just saving face for them on the camera. <laughs> here is the thing: is we're gonna have a lot of like little, little things to throw out before the podcast starts. So I'm gonna say this: YouTube, if you're looking for, hey, I came here for the MCU stuff, there'll be a timestamp down below, um, so you can click that in case you don't want all of our pre stuff. But I know you guys do. But welcome to the Rick and Johnny podcast where we talk about everything in movies, entertainment, TV, MCU, DC, comics, superheroes. How much more stuff can I reiterate the same thing by saying a different word? Star Wars. Basically, we talk about everything under the two nerdy suns. And today we got a jam-packed show for you guys. Going to be looking at an MCU theory did Endgame lay the seeds for the Young Avengers? Yes, it will have Endgame spoilers um, as well. But the spoiler ban has now been lifted, as this is coming out after Monday of that spoiler ban being lifted by the Russos. Then we're going to take a look at the Sonic trailer and react. Uh, is Paramount going to get it right um, the Sonic second time through the when they redesign Sonic the Hedgehog? Then a third topic, we're going to take a look at James Bond and just... Kind of the topic of, are we ready for a female version of 007? Because it's been something that we've thrown out. I know we've talked about it with uh, Idris Elba. Are we ready for a 007 of a different race? And I know that was a different conversation. This time we're looking at the female variety. And as always, help support MVP by going to patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. We're trying to get a new studio. This box that we are in feels like we're in the uh, compactor from a new hope. The walls just keep coming in and coming I've in. I've been in a week. compactor. Um, yeah. I bet it's not fun. It's interesting. Yeah. But it's not it smells fun weird. At all. I bet you it smells very it smells weird. bad. Um, <laughs> but help us get a new studio. Patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. We've got um, the, First MVP podcast for everyone should be coming out in 10 days, under 10 days. We're recording this on Cinco de Mayo, um, which is also a happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody out there. Um, But, Johnny, before we get into everything, I'll end the gold, bronze, silver tiers. Make sure to help support us, help us get that new studio. But, Johnny, before we get into everything, we've got a lot of housekeeping that's not really housekeeping to get through. So the first one is very sad news and the reason why Johnny did his Chewbacca impersonation to start is we want to give condolences to the families and friends as well as everybody in the Star Wars community. Um, A very heavy-hearted Star Wars day for May 4th. May the 4th be with you um, because just before that it was announced that Peter Mayhew, the actor who was Chewie, um, for all the Star Wars films, I think all, I except, I think all except the recent one. And just I know of, Force Awakens, he was on that one because he was mentoring the next Chewbacca. I think the one after that, um, so Return of the uh, Jedi, the Last Jedi, the Last Jedi. I think he was not Chewbacca. Okay, that was the can't remember his name. The blonde. I know he's blonde haired. 
um, because I saw his tweet about it. But just the condolences for everyone in the Star Wars community that we lost Peter Mayhew, an iconic, an iconic person for the Star Wars family. And I will be honest, you know what I did Hmm. when I found out? I found it on YouTube, and although it pained me to rewatch it. I rewatched the opening of that Christmas special. Oh, really? I rewatched because it's all Wookiee for the most for the first part of that. I think Christmas the whole special. whole part of that section is all Wookiee. It is all Wookiee. Yeah, no, I know. I've the seen Wookiee's it. Life Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and they speak in Wookiee, but yeah. I did that for Peter Mayhew. Um, and it, although I was watching it, going, oh man, I forgot how I forgot how bad this Christmas special was. Um, and you could tell that uh, Mark Hamill was, I believe that was the time he was hopped up on painkillers. Because he had been because in Because he accident. had his accident. Yeah. yeah. And you could just tell nobody wanted to be there for that Christmas special. Um, but yet again, watched it for, I did it for you, Pete. Um, and just wanted to give our condolences to the Star Wars community. Very sad and heavy hearted Star Wars Day. Also, may the fourth be with you, although it's already the fifth here as we are recording. Then we've got some MCU MCU little nuggets to throw out. The first one I'm going to throw your way, Johnny, because you were the one that sent me this article. You are the Thor, resident Thur. Thor guy in the room. I want to ask you, what is your thoughts of the article you sent me? And this is from we got it, we got this covered.com, where they say Beta Ray Bill to debut. In Guardians of the Galaxy 3. They say a source close to them told us that James Gunn will see the debut not only of Beta Ray Bill, but also Quasar as well. So we're just going to jump right into this, huh? (laughs) Yeah, we're just going to jump right in. This is going to be kind of the pre-pre before we get into the MCU stuff. The pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre? Yeah, basically. Um, And I want to get your thoughts because you're the Thor guy. I mean, it was... It would make sense. I'm going to take this off so I can actually hear what we're talking about. <laughs> um, I, I I think I mean it could the storyline could make sense. I mean, um, what he's a Corbinite that's excuse me. It's all that uh, Mountain Dew you're drinking. Got a problem with my Mountain Dew? No, I'm all hopped up Mountain Dew. Come on, I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> but go ahead. Um. So, anyways, um, recollection if my if I'm remembering correctly, wow, mm-hmm. I can't word today. Um, he's a Corbinite. Um, one of the storylines I know of is he's the last one, not like last one alive, but last one that's not in isolation or mm-hmm. um, uh, not isolation. What the hell is that called? Banished? No, it's they're inside like tubes to keep them from cryogenic. Cryogenic. Chambers. Thank you. The kind of cryostasis. Yeah, that's to, the word you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. They're in like a cryostasis so they can mm-hmm. find like a new home and keep them all yeah. safe until they alive. do alive. But and he's the one that's supposed to be like kind of super soldier serumed mm-hmm. so he can be protect them until they find a new place. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is. um I think that could be a very well way to do it. Maybe like half of them disappear out of their tubes and we mm-hmm. like catch up on that part. No, this is five years later. Yeah. So this would have to be a. Uh, th- I just want to some see sort him of and Thor go head to head. Champion be, versus champion. Maybe he like sends out a distress signal and guardian. The guardians come in and mm-hmm. like Thor's the first one to go in. And they just go toe to toe. Yeah. And when he picks up Stormbreaker and whacks Thor in the face with it. 
I to me it'll be interesting to see how they fit because Guardians three to me is still kind of like a I'm not because I'm for sure and I said that with a question mark um, that Adam Warlock is going to be the main baddie or baddie yeah in that one um, but I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with that one now that we know from Endgame spoiler um, that Thor is now going to be in. The Guardians. Guardians 3. Yeah. Um, the other little snippet news that I wanted to throw out there before we get into our MCU stuff is there is news that Hulu is going to get a live-action Ghost Rider in a live-action Hellstrom series. These are two separate series that Hulu is going to hmm. be getting. However, the thing I want to throw out there is that the Ghost Rider one is going to be Robbie Reyes, the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, and it's going to be played by Gabriel Luna, who, Johnny, you might find familiar because he is the actor that played Ghost Rider I'm on Agents, Agents of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I wonder if it's going to be kind of a spinoff. They said it's going to be so, and that was the second article I sent, so I will get that from my email really quick. Variety had an article oh, where they were talking about um Gabriel completely new Luna. iteration. Yeah, um it's going to be a new iteration, but he is still going to play Ghost Rider like he did in Agents of Shield. Well, I'm down with that because that still um he was a good I think he was a good Ghost Rider. Right. You're our Agents of I have I yet have to seen see all of it Agents so far of except for the new season that has just come out this past month, I think. Yeah. So, so that's I, why for this, the Gabriel Luna, I'm like, I'm going to throw it to Johnny. Yeah, there. no, I am down for that, especially if they're going to do a new iteration. I've got no problems with that because uh, he was, like I said, he was a good Ghost Rider. I liked mm-hmm. him as Robbie Reyes, um, especially since even even though they're not tying it in with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. hopefully they make another, um, oh, what's his name? Um, it's not Johnny. I know his first name is Johnny, but. Uh, You're talking about the original. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yeah. So. The funny thing you say that is I was going to pull up the first comment on the superhero hype article. Yeah. Which actually has his name in it where someone said. God damn, it keeps like. It keeps trying to give me new articles where. It keeps just kind of like. Low, yeah. Low, low, I, so Johnny Blaze. I was excited for Ghost Rider, but then saw it'd be Robbie Reyes instead of Johnny Blaze. No. Um, so, I mean, there are some people that are like, they want to see Johnny Blaze. However. Robbie Reyes, like one of the comments says here, watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season four or the first half of it. Anyways, they show Johnny Blaze passing on the curse to Robbie in order to make him the new Ghost Rider. Johnny is somewhere in the MCU, but he's not the writer anymore. Yeah, it'd be cool to like throw Johnny in there and like little here's and there's because Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider was Johnny Blaze, right? Yes, but that's not MCU. No, no, I know. But I'm yeah, just that, asking that was Johnny yeah, that Blaze. was Johnny Blaze. Okay. Um, in the in the Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. set, the two that, that came out. Yeah, which again, I actually thought those were good. I mean, very um in, indie film style, mm-hmm. especially the second one. Yeah, have you seen the second? I don't even remember seeing the second one. The second one was oh my god. There's so many parts that like I'm looking and it's like this is this is really good but this is very indie film style so like i know i've seen the first one yeah the second one like i know they made one but i'm like i don't remember yeah i didn't i shouldn't have to say spoilers by now but spoilers you're saying ghost rider spirit of vengeance yes yeah i didn't see that one i actually liked it um 18 on rotten tomatoes yeah well i don't listen to that because i know i just like to bear two got a hundred percent 
<laughs> the audience only gave Spirit of Vengeance a 32. Well, it's higher than the 18. <laughs> Came out February 17th, 2012. But go ahead, what you're going to say with your spoiler. Yeah, um, so... Oh crap! I forgot where I was at now. You said spoiler, but I haven't. I shouldn't have to say spoiler for Spirit of Vengeance. Like, yeah. so we found out. We find out in that one that he can like take any via any vehicle, okay, and turn into a Ghost Rider vehicle. So he yeah. takes this huge machine piece of machinery mm-hmm. and get like takes over it, and it's like a huge huge ass digging machine. I remember the. Now that you're saying this, yeah. I remember the trailer. And I'm like, I like, I love seeing that because I always say, see this huge thing spinning, mm-hmm. and you just see like him taking out like this huge group of guys that are trying to come after him. I'm like, okay, that's really fucking cool, actually, because I didn't know that. And this is one of those things that like I didn't know Ghost Rider, and maybe it's not can- canon to the comics, but mm-hmm. it was cool to see in film where he can take over any vehicle. Yeah. Per se. I am right now pulling up the two-minute trailer um, from 2012. Spirit of Vengeance. Because I'm pretty sure I remember this trailer. I thought they had it in the trailer. Yeah. Unless this is like the... I thought they did too, or it's like something very... That looked like it. He's got the bike. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost Rider was always one where it was like... It was a cool concept, but I don't know if... And, of course, this is us looking back. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they really executed Ghost Rider as well as they could have. Probably not as well as they could have. I did like a lot of like the little... Uh, I don't want to call them tropes, but like mm-hmm. I like the... Um, oh, God. I think, it, I think it was Sam Elliott was in it. Yeah. Was it? He was. I think so. In the first one? I think so. And, like, he kind of passes on the gauntlet, per se, because mm-hmm. he was the orig- the first Ghost Rider. Yeah. Or he was the one right before Johnny. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, I got one last ride in me. Mm-hmm. You see him on the horse, kind of Ghost Riders in the sky style, and next to him is uh, Johnny Blaze on the motorcycle. Yeah. I thought that was uh, pretty, like, what well, that scene, for example, was really cool. Mm-hmm. The end fight was pretty cool. It's like, hey, as long as I'm in the shadows, I can be the Ghost Rider. Yeah. Sticks his hand in the shadows, pops mm-hmm. him with and, a shotgun. And the thing I find interesting with this is that also Runaways, which is another Marvel Hulu series, is yeah. going to be picked up for a third season. Oh, is it? As well. I actually didn't watch that one. Yeah, so I'll they, be honest. So they announced those with the two that came out here. But let's move into... The really big thing that we're going to talk about, and this is going to be a long segment um, because we've already gone, Johnny, about, what, 14 minutes just on our, on our housekeeping stuff? Yeah. Um, but I knew that today was going to be one of those days. But the main meat and potatoes of this, and if you're joining us from the timestamp I put below, hello, um, but we're talking MCU's Phase 4 theory today. Okay. And I did not send you the article in... Our email. Oh, okay. Because I wanted, I didn't want you to read it coming into today. Oh, you son um, of a bitch. <laughs> I wanted you to be fresh to it. I wanted to get your kind of raw reaction to this theory, which before I will say, end game spoilers. If you haven't seen end game, go see it. Come back. We'll be here. Um, but this is going to spoil some stuff in end game, especially at the end of the movie. So if you have not seen it, Go and see it. Come back. We will be here. But here is basically the theory that we're throwing out there today, Johnny, that I'm not throwing out there. This is actually from an article by Thomas Bacon. Great last name um, from ScreenRant.com. Oh, good, oh, good last name. 
And here is basically the crux of it. So they start the article by saying what we already knew, what you already told us at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. is that the kid at Tony Stark's funeral is Harley from Iron Man 3. Here is the thing that they are saying, or asking, is could Harley become Iron, Iron Lad? And Iron Lad being a character that then would go into something that I know you have said numerous times is, are they setting up the Young Avengers? Because here's all we've got, the seeds we have so far. At the beginning of Endgame, Hawkeye says to his daughter, calls her Hawkeye. Yep. That's one. We know that there's a Hawkeye Disney Plus series coming to Disney Plus. Yes. What we do not know is, is he going to pass the mantle? And in the MCU... Stay as Ronin and give it and hand well, over the mantle. Of. If he's going to pass the mantle in the MCU, he's going to give it to his daughter. Because in the comics, the only reason he gave it to Kate Bishop is because he wasn't married in the comics. He is married in the MCU. Yeah. So odds are if he passes it in that series, it's going to be to his daughter, which, boom, would be one of the young Avengers stars that's there. We also now have an older Cassie Lang. Yes. And Cassie Lang, at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, said, I want to do what my dad does. I want to help people. So right there, planting the seed for stature, which is what um, Cassie Lang turns into mm-hmm. for young Avengers. We also had, oh, what's the other one? Oh, we had one more, I thought. Um, Namor, obviously, has been teased, but he wouldn't be Young Avengers. Um, I think then the last one is basically, could Harley... Be Iron Lad. The two that I've seen thrown out there is the one that I said, obviously, at the end is, will Morgan Stark grow up to be Iron Heart, which could make sense, but right now she's like five. Yeah, um, exactly. Because the five, five jump, max. She's five max. Um, well, probably she, four or five. Between three and five because, like, they didn't have her right away. She still got nine months gestation. Or what I'm saying is oh, when the pepper. dream was she already pregnant, which yeah. I'm thinking she was. I'm thinking he had that dream because don't Tony has dreams that tell the future. He kind of did. It, it, it was kind of true. It kind of. Kinda. It I didn't mean, end the way he thought it would. No, that was more of a Scarlet put that in his head. Scarlet Witch. But it was some of that stuff was kind of like with Infinity War. And Anyways, game, like I digress. And before this becomes off we're topic. Go, we're going to go off tangents. Come on. That's what happened. Uh, this, but, where we don't need to. I'm so, going to cut that one off. The first question I will ask you is we're going to take the Morgan Stark thing and push it to the side. Yeah. Um, because Harley is older. He's old enough to be Iron Lad exactly. right now. And the line that made me in this article go, oh, holy shit. He is like, he could do it, is basically, so two Refresh, and I'm going to read this right from the article. There'd be an amusing irony to Harley becoming the MCU equivalent. Given in Iron Man 3, he literally said he wanted to be Iron Man, and Tony quipped back, maybe if I die, kid. That to me was like, holy shit. I forgot about that line. Like, maybe if I die, kid. Well, he's dead. So to me, I'm going to ask you... Before we get into the whole, are they setting up Young Avengers? Because I know that's something that you are very hyped about and you think they are. Well, spoiler. Yeah. The first thing I'm asking is, could Harley become Iron Lad 
for the new for the young Avengers and take on the Iron Man mantle. So I know I've said young Avengers mm-hmm. as well, but I've also been saying the one that I, I've been harping more is that new event newer mm-hmm. Avengers lineup where it's got the the female Thor that's just mm-hmm. known as Thor. I'm just stating so people know who it is. Falcon is taking the front. Yes, which in the comics he does, and mm-hmm. now he's he's uh, again. Well, we already said spoilers, so I have to know. Um, mm-hmm. He's taking the mantle of Captain America, which is that part. Yep. Spider-Man's in it. We would have to rebuild Vision if you want. This is if we're following mm-hmm. verbatim it. And then what would have to happen is Harley becomes Iron Lad and takes over that part for Iron Man, who is now dead. Because Iron mm-hmm. Man's supposed to be in there as well. Yeah. But that's easily fixed by that. Mm-hmm. And there, I know I'm missing two characters. One is Nova and one is Captain Marvel. Which Nova we could introduce in a Captain Marvel movie Actually, or a Guardians movie. Miss Marvel. I'm sorry. It's Miss Marvel Which as well. they are they talking are gonna, about. They are going to bring her into the universe. Yeah. But that is going to be more of a present day yeah. Miss Marvel. Not Because, I mean, some people have said, oh, when Miss, when Captain Marvel said, well, I have friends. Oh, was well, she talking about Miss Marvel? And Kevin Feige came out and said, no, Miss Marvel will be. Present set day to the present Which, day when that movie comes good. out. Good, that would be good because that's what we need. Mm-hmm. This present day Miss Marvel because it's supposed to. She's like, oh. The question Anyways. I will ask you then is: Could they do New Avengers and Young Avengers side by side? I would say go for it because I you don't I don't know uh, what's the New Avengers lineup the exactly. Av- if you have it in front the of you, the new one or the young? Do Young Avengers. So Young Avengers. I'll look at the new one. The current roster right now in the comics is Hawkeye. Hulkling, Marvel Boy, Miss America, Prodigy, Speed, and Wiccan. Former members Kid Loki, Patriot, Stature, and Vision. Um, But obviously the MCU one is always going to be a little different. Um, We're basically, we have right now, like I said, Stature, Hawkeye, which would be Hawkeye's daughter. Yeah. And then a potential Ironheart, Iron Lad. Um, so we have three. You would probably need five, which would maybe be interesting to who are they going to introduce or who are they going to have um, in that lineup also. The one thing they would have to still do is um, set up the female Thor unless they have Thor come back. But right now he's with uh, mm-hmm. the Guardians, and I'm almost yeah. – where is it at? Mocking? No, that's not it either. Where is it? I've got the wiki right up right now. That's not the This one. is for the new Avengers? This is the new Avengers, yeah. Um, there you go. Captain America. Uh, this one says Captain America, a.k.a. Winter Soldier. Well, I Where's mean, in the comics, her? it's... In the comics, I don't think Falcon was Captain America for long. <sighs> Trying to find that one, though, because that's the one I... Mm-hmm. See, I found Kate Bishop views. Eh. I'll look for it while you talk. Yeah, anyways. Well, that's what I was trying to find out. Is like, um, lost my train of thought for a second there now. Um, You're talking about New Avengers and how they would even set that up. Oh, yeah. So they would still have to set up um, the female Thor, which we have mm-hmm. no idea where the remains of Mjolnir are, so... That that would have to be a storyline in itself. Which that's another like whole thing of like holy shit, what did Cap? Like I've seen articles of like what did Cap do to Mjolnir? Did he bring it back? Maybe we didn't 
technically see him. Well, he brought it back with him when he, uh, mm-hmm. we didn't see him put anything away necessarily, but mm-hmm. my guess is Cap being Cap, he put it all where it's supposed to go. Because Cap does the right thing. He does, which is why he was worthy of it at the he end there. Worthy. Um, yeah, all of the things I'm seeing is just the publications for everything. But like the picture that I'm looking at here is like the thing. The Thing, Captain Marvel, Wolverine, um, you have Luke Cage, and that's the thing. Oh, here it is. Um, the roster first comprises Luke Cage, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Spider-Woman. Later stretches include the mutant X-Men Wolverine, the unstable and godlike Sentry, the deaf ninja Echo, and... Echo in Guise of Ronan. Um, So, I mean, that's another thing, too. uh, With this, like, with the new Avengers, they can basically make their new Avengers whatever they want. Oh, they definitely can. Just because we don't have, like, this iteration doesn't mean we can't do it what it is right now. And I would say the new Avengers in the MCU right now, you would have... um, Captain America is Falcon, because that's who the mantle is passed off as. You've got Spider-Man, who would be in there. Um, I'm trying to think who... Black Panther? Would he be in the... Yeah, I would say... He could be in the MCU's. I'm going to say Black Panther, because here's the thing. He does become part of the Avengers for a while. Is is Falcon going to want to be the leader of this new Avengers Corps? Or is he going to be like, hey... I'm not Steve, man. Like, dude, T'Challa, I'm not Steve. You need to be the leader. What I feel like would happen is because, like, oh, Cap's always been the leader. He's going to mm-hmm. try it for a while and say, I'm not, I'm not a leader. We need, to pass, not this, we need to pass the buck to someone else. Um, yeah, Cap- the buck. Captain Marvel's interesting. I don't think she can be a main player. She's, like, an add-on because she's got space that she's got to worry about. Yeah, exactly. And even Cap in Endgame says, we get space as your territory. I'm kind of leaning into, yeah, in her movies, we're going to be focused on the space stuff and not the um, Earth stuff. But, like, now that they have the X-Men, they could totally introduce Wolverine yeah, as a new Avenger. After, of course, implementing the just X-Men into the universe, but they have so many different ways that they can go with it. That I think the next thing that people are expecting, or the people that are that the people are wanting, though, is Secret Invasion. Yeah, which to me would make sense to have the dueling kind of um, the dueling lineups of a Young Avengers core and a New Avengers core in the MCU. I th- I think that would be a good way to do it, is do the Young Avengers for one like line of it and the. See, Young Avengers for one and the new Avengers for another yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Because that way you have like the the split off of like, hey, this is uh Falcon's daughter, this is this one, that one. Found it. I found the one I was looking for too. Then go ahead. Um and this is just a like just one picture for the comics mm-hmm. front. Uh it has the female Thor, uh Falcon is Cap, mm-hmm. uh Miss Marvel. As uh, Kamala Khan, if I said that right, mm-hmm. 
um, Iron Man in this case, Nova, Spider-Man, and Vision. And honestly, and obviously, again, they can switch it up however they want in the MCU. Yeah. But usually they try to fix a lineup that's like, hey, it sort of fits the comic Mm -hmm. to like give you the idea, hey, this is the line we're following. The only thing that it comes to is like, for example, Lady Thor. Yeah. If they like... The MCU and Marvel have not been ones to say, hey, we have to make it like this. Oh, I'm not saying they have to. I'm just yeah. saying, like, this is the lineup that I was thinking they were going to mm-hmm. sort of follow. And it doesn't have to It doesn't have to be Do that way. Do you think they would introduce a female Thor? Maybe. Maybe not. Because, like, Chris Hemsworth ain't done. He's not done, but, like, he's got his own Thor movie. Mm-hmm. If they want to do the, this line, like, if they want to do this lineup, they may say, hey, someone somewhere in fixed... Mjolnir somehow, mm-hmm. or some way. So what it's supposed to be in the comics and spoilers yeah. if you haven't read it, um, is Jane Foster takes over. Yeah, a lot she of, gets Mjolnir and takes over. A lot of people I see online are like, "Oh my god, I want to see Jane Foster as um, Thor as Thor." But the one thing I will say mm-hmm. is, if you're hoping Natalie Portman is going to be Jane Foster. I don't think that's going to happen. There to was me, it stuff was a, between her and the studio. Well, to me, it was a shock that she was even in Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Um, because her whole deal had to deal with what I texted you last week that I found out that I f- forgot about. Um, was that she was mad at the studio because they let Patty Jenkins go. Yeah. She was supposed to be on for Thor 2. They and I text it to you like, ha ha ha. We make I make fun of that movie all the time. And look at the person that they let go was actually a really good person, and they shouldn't mm-hmm. have let them go. No, should yeah, she but... was very angry about that. Fact. Yeah, so that's what my thought was. It's like it, that's the one thing that's gonna harp it is, is, is she gonna a would she ever be well, you kind of can't do it if you're not gonna get Jane Foster back in the MCU. But here's unless they, you do here, a different iteration of it, because I think Valkyrie also yeah takes no, no she doesn't maybe no, not they could do Jane Foster yeah we they could ju- we would just Incredible Hulk her yeah I guess so that's exactly what it yeah would. it would be Jane Foster just not Natalie Portman yeah it would just be like well Jane looks like this now and then they wouldn't even explain why yeah or just straight yeah they wouldn't explain why or just straight up make her female Thor all the time because I mean the only thing is I mean. Jane and Thor broke up, mm-hmm. but like that would probably be the only thing they would have to fix. They would not have to explain why. Just like when they got Ruffalo, it's like, this is the Hulk now. They don't have to f- explain why they why they broke up or anything or put them back together. If that's what you're saying, well, I'm assuming if there's a Lady Thor, Thor's gonna find out there's a Thor like person and mm-hmm. wanna confront that person oh there's gonna confront yeah for and sure then find out like they're gonna have a moment then like a moment of like oh it's you like that's what i feel they'll, like they oh, would that have they'll to have. have to do yeah um but like the first one to find out in the comics again spoilers mm-hmm. if you haven't read it is yeah. falcon finds out first because mm-hmm. uh he finds out jane is going through chemo uh-huh and that's I, I forgot how the, how he found out exactly, but he mm-hmm. he meets her at the chemotherapy. Yeah, and that's where they start kicking it off. Mm-hmm. That's where their relationship starts. What, relationship Jane and Falcon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I haven't read that one. Um, that hasn't been one that I dove into. But I mean, the whole thing that's interesting is what are they going to do after Endgame? Yeah. Um, 
and there are so many villains that they could bring in. Um, the thing that makes me think Young Avengers is because Kang the Conqueror is also not just an Avengers, but a Young Avengers villain yeah. as well. Yeah, it's funny because he he's the first villain I meet in this series. Really? It's Kang, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with them messing with timelines and stuff in Endgame... It opens up a whole new... It's kind of inevitable that he would be the one that would be like, hey, stop fucking with my shit here. Yeah. Because I'm trying to rule over here. Well, that's what would be a big part is like, okay, Thanos snapped, Mm -hmm. got rid of half of everyone, makes makes a perfect platform for him to rise to power. Mm -hmm. He has half of... Excuse me. Half as many people in the universe to deal with. Yeah. Well... Here's another interesting point that I did not think about in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Everyone who died in the Snapture, yeah, not everyone's coming back. And the reason why I say that is I was reading an article and they put it out perfectly. Imagine there's a plane and there were probably numerous planes in the air. Oh, yeah. When that happened, let's say half of that plane goes and the pilot's one of them. The people that were in the plane and crashed, they're not coming back. No, they're Only not. Only the people who were dusted. Exactly. So if there's, if there's anything like that, or like if someone dusted and hit you with their car and you died, you're not coming back. There are certain situations where you're not coming, someone else isn't coming back because mm-hmm. someone else got dusted. Yeah. That's basically, yeah, no, I agree with you. There's it's, people that aren't coming back from that. It's just the people who got, got dusted. dusted. So, I mean, even for him, if the people... That got dusted, came back, because going to our, I know we had this off the air, but I'm going to throw it in there. We had a time debate yeah, about Endgame, and I'm not going to get into that, but the thing I am going to get into is, let's say, so the snap was supposed to happen mm-hmm. in that main timeline that the Ancient One mentioned. Yes. And that led to Kang. The Avengers fucking shit up, though, like going and changing stuff. Yeah. That then messed with, with him. And it's like, whoa, that wasn't part of the plan. Thanos was supposed to get the gauntlet, snap half of everyone away. Because, like, Thanos even says in the movie, because you can't live with it, that's not my problem. Exactly. Like, it's not my fault you can't live with the repercussions of what happened. Like, basically putting it on the Avengers of, like, I did what was right. I did what I thought was right. Or it's a, I fulfilled my destiny. And when you talk about destiny, like Thanos did enough, destiny and fate kind of go hand in hand a bit. And it's if it was of... supposed to happen in the timeline, that would be interesting for Kang because the Avengers brought everyone back. It's interesting to me. I keep thinking about it now that we're talking about this part where <laughs> Thanos is lying. I want you and I need to dive into this off the air at some point and come back and talk to them about it. Right. The fact of Thanos is lying twice in the movie saying, I am inevitable. Like, that's an interesting one. Does to, he know something that we don't? Yeah. Like, that, like he's almost like he's ca- calling himself a force of nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's or something... like that. I am like the one thing that you're always going to be fighting against is because he he snaps half of everyone away. Mm-hmm. Then when they come back to him in, in Endgame, which we said spoilers, right? Yeah, we said spoilers. <laughs> um, in the beginning of it, he goes, I am inevitable. Mm-hmm. And then Thor hacks his head off. Finally, says, he <laughs> I went for the head. Hmm. I'm thinking about something really quick. And yes, this sir. is 
because of what they did yeah. and with our whole conversation off the air about the multiverses. Yes. And your Thanos thing got me to think about this. If they're going to do Secret Wars, mm-hmm. they're going to eventually have to introduce the Beyonder. Yes. Which, if you're unfamiliar with the Beyonder, the Beyonder is the sum of an entire multiverse called be, uh, called Beyond Realm, or simply Beyond, hence the name Beyonder. This dimension was originally believed to be accidentally accessed by lab technician Owen Reese, part of the energy from the dimensional escapes, and imbues Reese with infinite powers, which he wields as the villainous molecular man, potentially one of the most powerful villains in the MU. The remaining energy of the pocket dimension gains sentence and curiosity and becomes the Beyonder. The Beyonder pl- creates a planet called Battleworld. That's where Secret War, that's where most of it takes place, is Battleworld, out of pieces of various planets. The end abducts a number of superheroes and supervillains of Earth and force them to fight each other so that they can observe the never-ending battle between good and evil. During this time, his powers were once stolen by Doctor Doom. So to me, let's say off camera, mm-hmm. has Thanos has Thanos talked to a higher form that knows the future? And that's how he knows he's inevitable. Maybe. Because, like, there's a part of me, too, that it could be blind cockiness, but is it blind cockiness? Thanos doesn't seem to be straight uh, any much about blind cockiness. Mm, I'd debate that a little bit. Only, the only reason I would debate that a little bit is Thanos, even in the comic, like, comics that we've read, yes, in the comic it was more, I'm going to do this to impress Lady Death. But in the MCU, he's always had that kind of attitude of, like, my shit don't stink. He has that, yeah. I'm talking my about, like... My shit don't stink. I'm doing the right thing. Fuck all y'all. It's I'm not saying that. And the, the blind cockiness mm-hmm. of, like... Um, I'm trying to think of who you can say. Maybe early Thor. Mm-hmm. That blind cockiness. His is all, like... He thinks it out. So if he's... He doesn't just say it to say shit. He thinks like... Oh, it's premeditated. It's all premeditated. Mm-hmm. He's been thinking about shit for a while. So for him to say the fact of I'm inevitable makes me wonder, like, are we going to get a lot of bigger, like, bigger baddies mm-hmm. a little more often now? Yeah, or I like, just, are we going to get like a Nihilist? Are we going to get Kang, like you stated? My thing are we gonna is, get a, I would wonder if he knew, does he know something that we don't? Did he open up a can of worms? Basically. Yeah. That we don't Where know we get about. like a lot heavier hitting. We're going to, we're mm-hmm. going to, I know for a fact at some point we're going to get another hit, hit at Dorn, Dormammu. Yeah. Another bigger villain. Like I said, Annihilus, Kang. Are we bi- opening up to bigger villains now? Or well, like, did we open the window for bigger like villains? You mentioned it, I think it was our either last last week's first segment or the end game review. Now there's no time stone. Yeah. So Dormammu can basically do what he wants and Doctor yeah. Strange can't use the Eye of Agamotto because there's no time stone. As the, um, hey, I got you on a hold. Basically. Stay the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, just to kind of wrap everything up, I kind of want to bring this back to Young Avengers because that's what our like title was for this, and okay. I don't feel we talked about them enough. Yeah, enough. go for um, it. Open it up. In your mind, yes or no? Are they setting up Young Avengers, or is that just like, 
hey, they're over here if we want to, but they're more Easter eggs. If As anything. of now, I say they're over here if we want them, mm-hmm. semi Easter eggs, but like it does open the door to like we can make a Young Avengers series or mm-hmm. movies or we can like make that one of the maps we come off of branch off of now because mm-hmm. marvel is kind of like pull it pulled it onto like this one main pocket is like okay where do we go from here mm-hmm. we've got dr strange's brand go now where do we go now this was an empty cup i throw it at you <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead um so like we got the branch of dr strange we got the branch of black panther we got mm-hmm. the branch of it's like yeah but we got these avengers what do we do with them? Well, we got the Cap and mm-hmm. Bu- the the Bucky and Falcon series we're going to do, but what do we do with them movie line? Because we're not going to just keep them in series, probably. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's like we always use at some point we have another Avengers movie or at least a semi-team-up movie mm-hmm. at some point. And I don't think they're going to – I don't think that Marvel, Disney, is going to go, yeah, we're not going to do another team-up movie ever again. Here's another question I want to ask you, and I only got oh, this because me. I watched the I watched a video from um, Emergency Awesome, and he had mentioned this in one of his videos, um, and he was even like, I'm not sure if they're going to do it, but like they could because of what we saw in Endgame, the part where Captain Marvel and it's like Okoye is like, don't worry, she's got us, and it was like females, yay, mm-hmm. ooh, the women power. Um, which was a great scene, but it's like the thing is with that was that a tease or a setup for A Force, which A Force is you've got yes She Hulk was the leader, but it's like Captain Marvel, Jessica Jones, Dazzler, Miss America, Phoenix, um, She Hulk, Sister Grimm, Spider Woman, Storm, Emma Frost, Miss Marvel. It's like all it's basically the women. Of the MCU. I'd be cool with that. As long as we're semi-following some sort of canon mm-hmm. from the comics, because they always take source from it, and they're not just doing it to do it. Yeah, Kevin Feige do is it, really please. good at that. He is. And that's what I'm saying. As long as we don't just do it to do it, and we do it like, hey, let's have three of the key members mm-hmm. and then just make our own for the rest. Yeah. Please go ahead and do it, because that'd be awesome. Because I think what they could be doing, and of course I'm not in the room, but I'm going to make this prediction. Yeah. We will have another Endgame type moment. Will mm-hmm. it be as big as Endgame? I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, but Maybe I someday. Think we will have another Endgame type moment, and it's going to be Secret Wars. And the reason why I say that is we've already introduced the, well, Secret Wars and then Secret Invasion, too, because, like, Kevin Feige has hinted, yes, we saw the scroll on Captain Marvel, but that was the good scroll. There are mm. bad scroll out there. True. So we could see Secret War, Secret Invasion. Um, I honestly think that they are going to push two lineups because the thing that you got to think about is Guardians. After Guardians 3, what's that lineup going to look like? Yeah. And two, let's say it's a lineup where it's like we're – let's say the Guardians become, hey, we're not going to have just Guardians movies – they kind of get relegated to, all right, we're going to have them in someone else's movie. Or, like, if we have a Guardians movie, oh, Thor is in this movie. This person's in this movie. It's not just the Guardians of the Galaxy 
moving forward. Well, that Beta Ray one that Bill we talked mm-hmm. about, the, the article yeah. I sent you, mm-hmm. um, also mentions Quasar, which yep. is part of the Guardians lineup. Exactly. And to, to some iteration. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, if they introduce her in some way, even if it's not with Beta Ray Bill, mm-hmm. what if it's with... Um, Quasar? No. I mean, Quasar's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Adam Warlock. Exactly. What if it's like something that gets introduced in the Adam Warlock lineup? True. What I would love for Guardians, since we have Thor in there, mm-hmm. have this big um, Adam Warlock thing and introduce Quasar throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. After credit scene, have Thor break off on his own because there's supposed to be there's talks of a Thor four. Yeah. And in that, you kind of start introducing Beta Ray Bill. The thing I think I'm more going on is so. If Guardians of the Galaxy after three, if they know they're not going to make a four or five or six mm-hmm. and kind of relegate them, they would have an open spot for a team-up movie, a smaller team-up movie, which yeah. Young Avengers could be. But also, you got to realize, without Cap, we're losing the Cap movies that we usually... Like, I'm talking lineup-wise. Yeah. Losing the Cap movies, losing the Iron Man movies, <laughs> losing the Hulk movie. Because <laughs> um, there was only one. Um, we didn't have that in the first place. But I feel like, hey, maybe they'll finally give us a leader. They'll give us a Hulk movie with As leader. of now, I don't see that because they've never <laughs> even talked on like, hey, let's make a... We, let's know. make another Hulk movie because they, they don't need to. He's a he's a be he's fine being an add-on. I like him as an add-on. I would mm-hmm. still like to see a movie. She Hulk and the leader make that a movie with the Hulk in it. It's like, hey, we can make a She Hulk movie. Yeah, put Hulk in there, and then we can have the leader. Well, it'd be a Hulk movie with She Hulk. No, sh- it? Sh- we don't do Hulk movies. Remember? That's right. <laughs> do they have the right to She Hulk? I don't know. Let's hope they. I'm assuming. Let's hope they can get I'm it. assuming the people that have the right to Hulk have the right to She Hulk. You, you never um, know who's got the right to who nowadays. Well, except like Disney almost has all of it. But yet again, they also have all the Fox properties now. Exactly. To fill that with. So they've got a lot on their plate to kind of get everything going. But like this was one where I saw that and I was like, huh, they could have a Young Avengers lineup. Last thing I will ask you, I'm going to lean towards Harley and Iron Lad. Yeah. If you had to pick, who would you go with to be? the Iron Man replacement in Young Avengers. Would you want to go with an Iron Lad or wait and go with an Iron Heart heart and have it be Tony's daughter? I would go here. This is the order I would put it in. Mm -hmm. First pick to last pick. Um, Because I'm guessing there's more than two. I got one in in the middle that I would put in my number two spot. Um, Number one would be Harley as Iron Lad. Number two would be... Um, Shuri. I knew you were going to bring that up. I knew you were Shuri gonna, steps as, in the line of Riri Williams. As soon as you said, I got one in the middle, I'm like, he's going to bring up a Riri Williams. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, who's he going to put into the Riri Williams spot? And then I'm like, it would it's be, Shuri. be Shuri. She's so smart. I'm she's like, actually going to be Shuri. She's smarter than Bruce and Tony. But is Shuri, or as smart as is Tony. Shuri going to get the Black Panther mantle? Well, after a while? that's only if, uh, he, um, uh, which I don't think they're going to do that for a Not while. Not right now, but eventually. I said, I said I don't think they're going to do that for a while, though. She's going to take on Iron. She's going to take on Ironheart and then be like, "Hey, I got to drop this because I got to be Black Panther." And then that's when Morgan Stark says, "Don't worry, I'm Ironheart. I'll become Ironheart." Yeah, exactly. There you go. Because I mean, she's she's super my third spot. Young. Yeah, she's um, what? After all those cheeseburgers, Happy's going to get her. Yeah, because get you as many cheeseburgers as you want. Happy, don't do that. You're just going to make her fat. Like you're going to make. 
fat Morgan Stark, and I I care about her health. Don't, that's the main thing. Don't do what Thor did to himself. I eat a ton of cheeseburgers, and I like that's the thing. I could cosplay as thicker Thor, oh, not just thick Thor, thicker Thor. I can cosplay as thick Thor. So we need someone else to be Thor. So it could be the three levels of Thor. <laughs> no, I'll be I'll be Hoboden. You can be Hoboden. Hoboden's got a little bit of a gut. Yeah, you can. I just need an eye patch. <laughs> eye patch, and uh, that's some, it. Some grayer hair. White. Yeah, white. Gray. It's basically white. Yeah, same thing. Not yeah, really. Gray's a little bit darker than yeah, white. Yeah, gray's a little right. bit darker than um, white. <laughs> any final thoughts before we move on into Sonic? No, I'm excited. We can probably go for hours on what could happen in the MCU. <laughs> we we usually do. We um, do. We but have. this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. Also, I heard that Namor's probably going to be, because of rights, not a solo movie added into somebody. So Black Panther. Um, wow, that's weird. Where, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section about new Avengers, young Avengers, Harley being Iron Lad, Morgan maybe being Riri Williams and the whole, well, being Iron Heart. Let Morgan being think. Riri Williams? <laughs> the future of the MCU. What do you think is coming? What would you put next? Uh, let us know what you think down below in that comment section. And Johnny, let's move on into our second topic. And we're taking a look at the Sonic the Hedgehog. We got our first trailer. So not only did we get our first trailer this week, we've also got our first redaction to the trailer. <laughs> um, and Paramount yeah. is saying, well, the director of Sonic has said that uh, they're going to go back and hit the drawing board and redesign Sonic before this. So here's how we're going to kind of space this segment out. Is First, we're going to talk about what we thought about the trailer. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to dive into the redesign of will Paramount get it right the second time um, and not fail the fans. Um, before I do so, I want to read through some of the harshness um, on Twitter which apparently the first one is that Sonic's teeth have always been horrifying um, to people, and nobody knows why he actually has real like human teeth in his mouth. When he, meow. Um, another one that I found funny was Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. What if we were back in the nineties, but also sim simultaneously in hell? There's another one that made me laugh is because, so you've seen Ju the original Jumanji, right? Mm -hmm. Remember when the kid turns into the monkey? Yeah. Well, they took basically his nose and his mouth area, kept it the same color, everything else is blue. And that's Sonic the Hedgehog for you, which is the little black on the nose. Um, people making fun of Eggman, I'll get to that in a second. Um Somebody basically took, like, the really creepy live-action fox that I've seen on the internet and said, live-action Tails, the fox. Because um, we might see that. There's a ton of also just, like, the Sonic pop with the eye kind of, like, dripping down um, <laughs> next to the original or next to the original, re the original design of Sonic, like, hey, the popsicle, or who did it better? Retweet for popsicle, like for movie, because um, the popsicles were also very horrible. Um, but the first thing I'll ask you, John, is when you saw the trailer, what was your thought? You know what? It looks overall good. It just gave me a little reminder of like the Smurf movie, which weren't bad movies, mm -hmm. but it's like, okay. You're talking about the ones with Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Yeah. They weren't bad movies. It's just like okay, that one. But hopefully, you don't get a lot of this, a lot of the storyline. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, it's like okay, this is going to be a little bit more towards like 
the adults that would get who Sonic is. Yeah. But I do have to say, so far, Jim Carrey is carrying it to me. It's like Dave said. He watched a YouTuber called Video Game Donkey, Mm -hmm. and he made the comment of, like, I don't know what they have against Jim Carrey. I like, don't Like, what video they have that they haven't leaked, That, but it's like, they have him to where it's like, did you do something bad and you just don't want people to find out? Is that why you're doing this movie, Jim? Right? It's um, been a little while since he actually done a movie, a few years, but... Jim Carrey was classic Jim Carrey yes. in this. And I love how, at the end of it, based off of all the criticism they got after throwing out the just first image of what Jim Carrey will look like. Everyone's like, that's not Robotnik. That looks nothing like Robotnik. And at the end of the trailer, they're like, whoa, wait a second. He will be full Robotnik, Robotnik. at some point in the movie because he's got, at, at the very he's end got one. the entire arc. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you got the bald, mm-hmm. then you got the goggles, yeah. and you got the full-on mustache, whereas right now he's got hair, a little bit of hair. He's just got glasses, and he's got mm-hmm. this handlebar mustache. Fine. Give it to me. I want to see how he becomes Robotnik. Do you think they threw that in at the very end because of that criticism? No, I thought that was in the trailer in the first place. No, I'm saying like they they edited the trailer and then they said, you know what? Let's throw it in. Throw this at the very end because when we put out that image the day before, people were bashing that Jim Carrey didn't look like Robotnik. Yeah, that could be why they threw it at the very end. Like Mm -hmm. him like tinkering with something. Or whatever yeah. it was they was doing. It was kind of like the trailer was shortened out. Yeah. And like the image went zzz, zzz, and then it showed him. As Robotnik. Putting the goggles on. Yeah. Being full-blown um, Robotnik. No. I'm, to me, that's fine. Give me like the storyline mm-hmm. how he becomes Robotnik. The only other criticism that I really like, I don't know where to be on this because I could go either way, um, is the music for the trailer. Where I will admit. The one thing that I expected to hear with the Sonic trailer was the bum ba bum bum ba 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 la ba da dun 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 like the you know classic Sonic yeah. theme. Um, there were a lot of people bashing uh, Gangsters Paradise. I will be completely honest. When that song hit and Sonic was standing there. The read like the design of Sonic, I'm leaving for itself. I'll get into that. We'll get I wasn't a different a huge part of the topic. Of that. But like when he's standing there, he's stretching. I'm like, oh man, shit's about to go down. Like mm-hmm. I was hyped, Johnny. Like me as a diehard Sonic fan, I was hyped. Did it look perfect? No, but I was hyped for this, especially the freaking like just. Uh, uh, uh. And I know that's off from Gangster's Paradise because I'm not good at Gangster's Paradise. But when that hit, been spending most of my life, and I'm like, give me it. Like, and he's just like, gotta go fast, faster, 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 faster. I mean, I hey, I didn't have a problem with Gangster's Paradise. No, I know I mean, some people did. Dave, I'm, I'm sorry. Looking, Dave, I'm looking at you because Dave had a problem with Gangster's Paradise. I'm sorry. I what's oh, For one, you're not going to get the Sonic theme. Mm-hmm. I would have loved it. In the trailer, if you ask me. So well, save gonna... it for the movie. Mm-hmm. You got to uh, save something for the movie. Exactly. So I want to see you save that for the movie mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, shit. We finally get to hear it. So I'm like giddy in the middle of the movie like, shit, it's the Sonic theme. I will say, though. I'd rather have that than, oh, cool, we used it up in the trailer already. I will say, though, the freaking sound effects, especially when he was, like, in ball form, 
sounded exactly like the Sega game. Yes. I also love <laughs> I also love the every hero has his Genesis. A little <laughs> throw out there to Sega. Yeah. Um but like there were good things in here and I think the comedy of Ben Schwartz and oh um I'm blanking on the other main actor's name. Let's see, Sonic, IMD Bizzle. Um because Ben Schwartz Ben Schwartz, Schwartz. is playing uh Me, the Schwartz Sonic and then you. you have James Martson is playing the um San Francisco Police Department um guy. Yeah. And who's Tom Tom Wachovic uh or Wachowski Wachowski uh, in the movie. I just for me, I think their chemistry is gonna be great. I love the scene where it was like do you have your child in the bag? Well, it's it's a chi- it's not my child. And just Sonic goes, smells like body spray and ham sandwiches in here. <laughs> I can't breathe. Like that stuff Shh, is gonna be quiet. That stuff is gonna be funny. The yeah. one thing I want to ask meow? you, could, meow. Like it was great until like the Sonic we saw. Yeah. Um. Last thing I want to ask you about the actual trailer is oh. Other thing I really liked is when he was standing there watching his uh, watch, mm-hmm. the foot tap. I was like, oh, that's classic Sonic. That, the Sonic, leave him to the side. That was just classic Sonic yeah. with the foot tap. I took 9,000 steps today. Or yeah. nine, 9 million steps today. And then he did all the thing with the rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, the last question I want to ask you before we get into the actual design of Sonic what was your thought of the rings? Basically, the one where, hey, I'm going to throw this ring, and it's going to get really big, so you fall through the ring. It's like a portal. Basically. Like, are you okay with that, Liberty? Are you not? Because I saw on the internet, a lot of people were like, rings don't work that way. I'll take that Liberty, because I want to see where it goes in the movie. Mm-hmm. If it's not like a, a huge cop-out, then I mean, it looks like it. he's just using it to save him. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, rings would have different properties in our u- our universe than, than his. his. Yeah, we don't know what they're supposed mm-hmm. to do. The thing, so I, screw it. Go for it. The thing I can't wait for though is, like I told Dave, there's going to be a post credit. Like we're we might see tails in this. Yeah, but a post credit scene at the least, we'll either see tails or if we see tails in the movie, we could probably see a knuckles. I would say make scene. it knuckles because I have oh, I hear a man. lot of people saying shadow. It's like I feel like this is too quick to introduce shadow. Speaking of shadow, yeah. the thing before we recorded the podcast, I asked you, do you want me to leave this as a on the podcast surprise or tell you before we recorded? Do you want to know who has voiced his opinion that he wants to play Shadow? In either this movie or a Sonic sequel. Who? Tommy Wusso. The director of The Room. Do you don't know what The Room is? No. The Room is like that very, like, very bad movie. You remember there was a James Franco movie making fun of it. Where oh. the guy who's like, line? Line? The guy and, with that like long hair and weird accent. Yes. Yes. Wants to play Sonic the Hedgehog. That guy? <laughs> yeah. 
has voiced his opinion for playing Sonic the Hedgehog, or Shadow the Hedgehog. No, no, thank you. In a future movie. No, thanks. I saw that and I was like, this has got to be a joke. I no, hope it's it was, a joke. It was serious. He, uh, he was like, hey, I'd be up to up to playing it. Sure. And I was like, please, uh, no. Yeah, go ahead and audition. See if you, please, you no, actually well, get parent, it. Paramount might be stupid enough to hire him if you saw that okay, Sonic. Don't. Now to get into the real badness Meat and of potatoes. It. Yeah, the real badness. What the hell did Sonic look like, man? Like, come that on. That was bad. Like, that's the one thing where I'm like, come on. You didn't even make him look like, you didn't make him look like Sonic at all. Um, it actually, I would actually throw this out there. That redesign makes Ben Schwartz look bad when it shouldn't, when it shouldn't, because he wasn't the problem. The redesign was. Exactly. Like, the thing that I even look at now that I'm looking at like the thing that you sent me where an artist redid the Sonic look. First off, I'm noticing now seeing them a little bit too tall. His legs look like an actual like child's legs when they should just be like stick thin. thinner stick. Um, and his look shouldn't be so like he's got kind of a like Sonic has a little bit of a. Uh, in the game, a little bit of a resting bitch face, I will say. Well, not just that. Because he looks mean when he's not. That That's the thing they should have not fucked around with. They shouldn't have, like, they should have kept his body shape the same, not, like, mm-hmm. kind of elongate it and make it, oh, this should look more humanistic. Yeah. Um, They changed his eyes. They made him way too small. Even if they had them, like, separated. Mm-hmm. They they should have made him as big as they are. Yeah. And the other thing was like like you said the legs like mm-hmm. don't. Then also like kind of because of proportions, his head looks more bulbous now like it's supposed to. Well, his head's supposed to be bigger than his body. Yeah. Well, as yeah, that's true. Big bigger than his body. You're yeah. right. You're I mean, right. Shit. You're right. The head's supposed to be bigger. The ears are supposed to be bigger. Um, because it's like he's not a human. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of was like they almost tried to make him like, hey, what if we made a dog that looks like a hedgehog and then made it stand on its hind legs? We're going to crossbreed a hedgehog and a, f- a five-year-old. Basically. Well, yeah, basically. They mashed him up. It's like a, it's like the... Yeah, basically. It's a five-year... It's like a... Um, five-year-old ha- Halloween costume. Exactly. You're it's right. a five-year-old Halloween costume. Well, you're... In the first you're one. You're 110% correct. And the thing I want to ask you is... Are they going to get it right the second time? Because according to Variety, well, actually, according to Twitter, but I'm getting this from Variety's article, um, Jeff Fowler, who's the director of this movie, said, thank you for the support and the criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best. He can be. And then Sonic co-creator came out thanking the fans for their outburst because it actually got um, them to change it. And the thing that I'm thinking with that is, yeah, Sega wants it to be the best because it's their character. Exactly. Like Paramount just wants to make money. Let's be honest. I'm not talking about the director and that. I'm talking about the actual company. They just want to make money off of this movie and the thing I'm going to ask you is, are they going to get it right the second time? Or because of because of the expectations that are already set that you fucked up once, yeah. is this just going to be like a, 
Really? You can't even get it right the second time? I'm hoping they fix it and just like, hey, you know what? We see this fan art online and fix it. Because if not, if they basically make him not much different than this Sonic, this is the only after credit scene I want. Oh, you want the Ugandan knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> if they're going to give want. me this type of Sonic and not like the redesign that you see online right now from all the fans, that's the only thing I want mm. is this Ugandan knuckles. Well, and then there's another one. This is from <laughs> my after credit scene. This is a, Do you know John, the way, my brother? Yeah. John Reisner basically said, I get why everyone is freaking out about how Sonic looks in the trailer. It's because his teeth are not ac- accurate. To the real hedgehog. Yeah, that's the only I fixed it. You're welcome. And I'm like, that's not the only thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing we care about. That's not the only thing. Um, Here's the thing that I saw that I want to ask you if you think this is us speculating um, naturally. But I read a comment on Twitter um, when I was going through the thread. And it basically said that the tweeter believes that it don't blame the actual designers of the Sonic character blame the company blame the higher-ups because mm. what they're assuming happened is that the people who are animated who are designing Sonic for this movie were probably like hey this is not right we need to redesign this the higher-ups are probably like no it's fine it's fine because like work on other here's shit. the thing they have what what if what I usually think happens is they have someone kind of like, hey, these are some of the designs for this character. Mm-hmm. We'll say Sonic specifically. Yeah. They hand it to the execs or whoever is mm-hmm. in charge of the producers. Just okay. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which one do you want to go with? Mm-hmm. This one. And he got someone probably going, maybe we should do. No, no, yeah, we want this we, one. Maybe we should do this one, not this one. It's like, no, 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 no. We want this, this one. one. Be best. And like the commenters like, well, I've got friends in the business and this has happened on other movies. So I know this is speculation, but what are, do you think the percentages of maybe that happened with the Sonic, the Hedgehog movie? I think that's what happened. Was it a higher up problem? And then now the actual like animators and uh, designers have to now work overtime because here's the other question that I think, you're redesigning this character. Redesigning this character is not like a well, it's done because you got to redesign everything. Then, based off, let's say you change the mouth a little bit, getting that mouth to line up with Ben Schwartz. What if you have to come in and re-record ben, some of Ben's his lines facial. because you've got to get it to match with the mouth? Exactly. Is this movie still going to release July or November tenth? Um. Hopefully, if they're like that, they're just in post production now and doing all like the computer animation and stuff, and all the other stuff is. Hopefully, they can. They're gonna have to be working a little bit of overtime now to do so, mm-hmm. but I think it can come yeah, out. Right now, they're in post production, um, which means everything's filmed. They just have to like, hey, come in for reshoots, stuff like that. Yeah. And they may have may have to also pay Ben Schwartz mm-hmm. more now to come yeah. in again. Could- so it's like, hey. Could yeah. you see this delaying the release, or is it not enough to do that? I don't think it's mind? enough to do that. I mean, design redesigning a still is di- mm-hmm. has to be vastly different yeah, from but redesigning. For, but for the main character who's in the entire exactly. film. Um, it might take them more time. I don't think they're, I think they're mm-hmm. a push to have it out at the right date, though. Yeah, well, they have to have it out at a certain date so they can get it to theaters on time. for Exactly. Well, so. They'll have to have it for the early premiere. 
Um, but then they have to have it by a certain date so they can get it to all the theaters in time for the um, release of the movie. Do you think they're going to get it right? Do you think it's going to be the last thing we'll kind of say is, do you think it's going to be something where we look at it and go, yes, you got it right. Thank you. We complained. Or is it going to be a, oh, well, I've got no hope for this movie. Well, hopefully when they do the redesign, mm-hmm. um, they like I said, they follow a lot. A lot I, I get it. They're stills. And it's different than doing an animated. But the fans have shown you what would make sense. Yeah. It's like, hey, these you've are already, not. You've already had people redesign. It's like, hey, they're not huge alterations either. Like mm-hmm. you still have the character and you can actually make him just a little bit taller to fit. However, but it's like, yeah, you have to redo the eyes. Head needs to be a little bit bigger. Fix the body and make the paws bigger. There's a few parts of the body that aren't that changed that drastically. You know what? It's and I didn't get this until I looked at the. I'm looking at the still of them in the truck before Eggman shoots the thing right through it. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I didn't notice it's they they made him too cute. They tried to make Sonic too cute. Mm-hmm. That's what they tried to do. Um. To where he's not cute. He's kind of got that creepy edge to him. Well, I wouldn't say creepy. Like oh, the first one. Son- no, I'm talking about the actual design of. Oh, Sonic. okay. The, the actual re- the redesign. Desi- no, like the actual video game design of. Oh, Sonic. Yeah, like yeah. His original. Sorry. What he should look like. On um, semi cute but edgy, right? Well, he's got kind. Of, it's not really edgy. It's just like a. He's got almost like a straight face and kind of like a. Like, like I said, maybe a resting bitch face almost. Yeah. Um, it's like he's not cu- like he's not supposed to be cute. He's a badass. That's what Sonic is. And even like I'm gonna pull up really quick the let's see Sonic cartoon because that was the one that we grew up on. True. Like, yeah, that one was probably the cutest rendition of Sonic the Hedgehog, and it was like. Mm, but that's when you can actually start playing attitude into it. Yeah, but he still looks like Sonic. That's I know, though, like, what I'm saying is like, hey, yeah, you made him look a little cuter now, mm-hmm. but you can still play the attitude into it that he's kind of a badass. Yeah, what I would say... Mm, here's what I would say. If I was the... Because now I'm going to pull up the other image of him standing there so I can see it. Yeah. Here's here's another thing I could see. So you make the ears a little bit bigger. You obviously make the eyes bigger because the eyes have to be bigger. Yeah. Here's another thing I'm going to throw out there because I'll flip this around and show you. Look at his arms. Yeah. What would you be mad if they said, hey, instead of making his arms blue, we're going to do it like the cartoon and make his arms tan tan. So then he has the gloves on. I wouldn't be mad about that, but I kind of like it. You like the blue arms? I like the blue arm with the white paw just to like bring it to that sort of like a little bit put realistic. Him the, put them in the real world. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like, hey, Mickey Mouse gloves. Solves the issue <laughs> yeah. of hands. Because all freaking cartoons have gloves. Oh, well, that's see. the reason they do gloves is so that you don't have to like actually have to know how to draw a hand. Actually, well, you know, you know what? Hmm. I'm looking at even in the video game, he had blue arms, right? No, he had Gloves? tan arms. Tan arms? Yeah, yeah, he had tan arms. So like, 
to me right away, why would you make like that to me is just why would you make his arm blue if in cartoons, video games, he has tan arms? Yeah, in the evolution of Sonic video that I pulled up, mm-hmm. every single one he's got tan, tan arms. arms. So, like, for me, I would almost do that. I would almost, I would change the arms, make the eyes bigger, the ears a little bit bigger, and really accentuate the kind of uh, hedgehog hedgehog hair that he's got. Because that is iconic Sonic. Like, the hedgehog hair is, you know, let me see if I can get a still here. Like, see, this is the Sega game, and you can kind of see the arm here. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking he's about. He's got a tan arm. Yeah. And that's the thing where... And make the legs thinner, obviously. Um, but I'll ask you, what's your optimism that they're going to get it uh, get it super right the next time? Like I said, I've got I'm on the fence right now because like you got because you they still have to deal with the execs and everything. That's mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah, I want to. Um, we we think we really think we should do this one. Yeah, but we like this part of this design. I want you to fix it that way. Yeah, I. Ugh. It's like. I hope I hope that the higher ups stuck their hand in the cookie jar. Mm-hmm. They get it slapped away this time. Like, hey, we know what fucking works. This is what the fans want. Did yeah. you not see all the backlash? You got your say. They hated it. Let us get our say. Yeah, you know those computer design people. Probably the people that yeah. played the games over the years. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to say with this one. I hope they get it right. I hope just um, follow oh. the fan art online. Follow the fan art. That was the last thing I was going to say. You know what even makes the designer's job even more stressful now? Let's say they were going to throw a surprise and have tails or knuckles or shadow in this. Yeah. They now probably have to redesign them too because they probably made it the same as Sonic. Yeah. So now they probably have to, if they had more than just Sonic in there, they have to redesign it so that they all look the same. Um, but any final thoughts before I close this one up? Yeah, I just hope they fix it and follow, like I said, follow the fan art. And the mm-hmm. one thing I have to say is, you know what? I I get it. He had tan arms and all yeah. the other stuff. But I, with, with rendering and now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad if they just kept it blue like they have it. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if they didn't. But part of me is like, I kind of want to see. I want to kind of see what it would look like with tan arms. Yeah. With the tan see arms if they have and the blue cut off. See if they have it online somewhere. Yeah, maybe. That's all I can say right now. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What were your thoughts on the trailer? Do you think they'll get it right the second time? What are you thinking when it comes to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? I want this to be a good movie. I do too. Diehard Sonic fan. Loved playing it. Like, Sega was my jam, bro. Like, Sega was my first OG system. And it was basically like, you know how we got PlayStation and Xbox now? Yeah. I... I had both a Sega and a um, original NES because, mm-hmm. like, my parents had the NES. That was kind of like their system that I kind of also played. Yeah. Um, but like the Genesis came out, and that was like fucking a. I want this. I had an NES, and that was that, it. <laughs> that was my jam. Like, I was a Sega guy. I was also before I had a Game Boy. I had a Sega Game Gear. Oh shit! The Se- the big bulky Sega mm-hmm. Game Gear. Um, that had the ridiculously big case. Um, yeah, I had that as well. So I was a Game Gear guy. The only Sega system that I didn't have was the Sega Saturn. That was the one um, that first used CDs. Mm. But then after that, I got the Sega Sega Dreamcast. Probably one of the best systems I've ever played. 
in, in my life. So let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. And, Johnny, let's close out the podcast, take a look. at This is a topic I will be completely honest. This is a I am being selfish, and this is a me topic. Yeah, it is. This is a me topic as, Johnny, I know you are not the most diehard fan of James Bond. I only um, play the games. Yeah, and I am. I like James. As though I'm not like, as big of a fan as Brandon Swanson, um, who is, I would say, a diehard James Bond fan goes and sees all of them when they come out with his dad. Um, I'm sorry. Why isn't he on this topic? I then? do love because Brandon is Brandon's Brandon, and Brandon's got a tough schedule. Okay, and he's only on uh, what's your fantasy? But we are talking about James Bond because this is something I wanted to talk about more so because of the topic of I'm becoming more and more open to the idea that James Bond does not need like James Bond isn't a guy. Like it's, it's not a title. Like, that is James Bond. It is like, well, you know what? Anybody could be James Bond. And the thing I want to ask it's you, Johnny, title. is yes, it's a title. That means anyone could be James Bond. How would you feel personally? Unlike Thor, Thor's not a title. Thor's not a title. Thor's a person. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. As we've said, Lady Thor. Um, but the thing I will ask you is do you think we are ready as a society? As a culture, I know we asked this with Idris Elba before because he was in talks to being James Bond. Are we ready for a female 007, a female James Bond? It's 2019, dude. Have an open mind. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we could be ready. I don't see why not. I mean, Johnny goes full meme on me before giving his, full, his, his answer. It's 2019, yo. <laughs> it's ma'am. Yeah, it's ma'am. Sorry. I had to throw that one in there. Uh, but no, go ahead. Uh, why not? I give me a, a, a give me a decent answer of why not. Yes, mm-hmm. they've all been male in the past. Why can't it be a female? Why can't it be someone that's not a white male? Mm-hmm. And this isn't me being millennial because I don't like avocado. We're millennial. I don't like avocado on my toes. Yeah, but we're millennials. <laughs> I know we are, but I'm not going full millennial. It's just it, it a 007, just like you stated earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a title. It's not like. Oh, you're just 007 no matter what. Yeah. So here's the it thing. Could be, it could be anyone. Before I get my answer, we are not just millennials, Johnny. We are elder millennials. There you go. Because you want to know why Eldritch. we're you want to know why we're elder millennials? We know what a landline is. Oh shit. You we remember right. the cord phone. How about dial up? Cor- before the cordless phone. How about that dial up? Remember how cool it was when it was like, holy shit. Your family doesn't just have a landline. It's got a cordless phone. Like, I could take the phone off the receiver, and I could walk around the entire house and talk to you on I'm the not phone. stuck in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm not stuck to this little box that's on the wall sometimes, because in the kitchen, it was usually on the wall. We also are the ones that knew about dial-up. Exactly. Exactly. We're, we're playing Warcraft Online, and Mom's got to make a call, so I got to get off the computer, guys, because Mom's got to make or a Mom call. Or Mom doesn't realize you're in and the middle of... And she starts beep, 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 beep. Oh, no. Mom doesn't realize you're in the middle of researching <laughs> something for your paper at school. Yeah. And she picks up the phone mm-hmm. and... Whoom, what the hell? I just found this. Really? Did you shut off when you picked up the phone? It just froze and stopped. Really? Yeah. Because what internet did you have back then? AOL? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just remember AOL, like, you, if someone picked up that phone, you got knocked off. I don't remember. I know we had what was called CompuServe. 
I think we had AOL, and then we switched to CompuServe. I remember we had that. I um, all I know ours is was just fuckers. if you went to pick up the phone while I was on the internet, all you heard was, and it yeah. was a, like I a remember, higher pitch than that. I remember like, that too, but like then it would knock me off the internet. It was just like, hey, get off the phone or get off the internet, or I'm gonna once you started dialing, it would knock you off. Maybe that's um, what was happening. I just yeah. someone else would pick it up, start <laughs> dialing, and then just knock me off. That's your first reaction is to start dialing. Um, or the great parts of you'd be on the phone with someone, and someone would pick up the other phone and just start dialing. Beep, beep, beep. Hey. I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh, sorry. And then they'd hang up. But back to the topic that we were yeah. actually talking about. Um, I am sitting here going, and here's the thing when it comes to, this is also the, like, I don't know if this is wrong of me. To have this opinion. And if it is, call me out for it, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to call you out. But I feel like more so with this conversation of the female 007 compared to the... eh, You know what? I'm going to take back what I'm going to say. Because originally I was going to say more so with this one compared to like the Idris Elba one of like, are we ready for a different race of James Bond? With the female version, I really look at, okay, the person, the actress you get to play James Bond Mm -hmm. has to really fit the role. Like, I have to see them in that more so than, and I don't know if it's in my mind a guy-girl thing of why I'm thinking that. That's why I'm throwing out if that's a wrong opinion for me to have. Call me on it. Um, But, I mean, for me, I look at, because, like, the article that I sent for like the base for us, mm-hmm. they had 10 in there yeah. that they could see. And it's like, there are some, like the ones that I actually know, no, um, Emily Clark would be interesting. Cause yes, she was Sarah Connor in Terminator, but like, yes, she was Sarah Connor in Terminator. Yes. She was in Han Solo, a star Wars story. Yeah. And she's also got the Daenerys Targaryen chops as well. I just, with her, I don't know if, if I see, see her as 007. Um, and that's mainly because, like, if you look you haven't at the... You seen her in a role like that? Well, it's... I think it's pre... Like, I think it is predetermined by what I've seen from James Bond, where take race out of it, just James Bond in general yeah. has been kind of like a... Of course, it's a ladies' man because he's a dude. Suave ladies' man. Exactly. And even, like, the, like, very, like, not classy, I want to say, but I don't want to say that because it's not like a girl can't be classy. But, like, there's a certain aura about James Bond Mm -hmm. that, like, I feel like the woman coming in, yes, put your own spin on it because you'd be the first female 007. But it's not like I'm going to – I'll throw this out there. It's not like I'm going to get Rebel Wilson to play James Bond. Yeah, exactly. Like that just would not fit. Um, the one from – like the one from this article that I think would be to me my number one – the most interesting and my number one pick mm-hmm. is Lauren Cohen. Maggie from The Walking Dead. Yeah. No, I like, got you. I was she, just thinking. She is the one where I look at her like – I look at her and I think about her as what Maggie developed in The Walking Dead. And I just think to myself, I'm like, man, 
I could if they casted her as James Bond or as 007, I could see her being a really good female 007 for the James Bond franchise. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. I can see it because like Emily Clark's is a little like maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. It's same with like there's not a lot of names I like no no on here. Yeah, and Daisy Ridley, I'm like. Eh, I haven't I, seen her or anything like that before. I don't know. So, like, I don't know how her acting mm-hmm. chops of that is. And what I go off of in my head is what I want to see to kind of get that James Bond. Because, yeah, I haven't really seen the movies. I've seen yes. little snippets here and there. Mm-hmm. I've seen a shit ton of other things about it. Really, though, if you've seen the snippets, if you I think, get an idea if of I, who James Bond if is. If I'm thinking about it, if I'm uh, any, what I would go off if you're going to mm-hmm. do a female James Bond, think about um, Scarlett Johansson. As yeah. Black Widow, especially like that one scene in the beginning of Avengers, where she's not go, gets on the phone and goes, "He's giving me everything." Mm-hmm. Like she's like acting all you're, dumb, you're, innocent. You're talking about how um, when she ties the guy to the well, when she's tied, to the, tied chair, to the chair, and she's like she's interrogating them, mm-hmm. and it's like, and then she puts it on the phone. It's like, I'm he's giving me everything. He goes. I'm not giving her everything, right? It's like, that's what I want to do. She's acting dumb and innocent and mm-hmm. playing along with, like, exactly what um, Anne ha- it's Anne Hathaway, I believe, in the yeah. one with Rebel Wilson in yeah, that the movie. Hustle the Hustle that's out this week. Exactly. It'd be, like, same thing. The Hustle. Like, hey, mm-hmm. play play to what men think. I like, like shiny things. Exactly. Yeah. It's like those two things combined. I would mm-hmm. see, like, that's how you want to play it out as a female um, yeah, James Bond. You know, I could like part of me, and that's like I said, the part seductress. of me is just the exactly where that's actually a good point. Where I feel like a female James Bond could do that, where a male James Bond couldn't. Exactly. Like you're not going to see Pierce Brosnan play dumb because no one expects the male James Bond <laughs> to play dumb. And like Sean Connery, like is the Martini, shaken, not stirred. Yeah, it has um, to be a... Basically, it has to be... For the male, it has to be suave mm-hmm. and charismatic, whereas the female actually has to be sort of a seductress in mm-hmm. a different way of being a James a Bond. Way, a different way of thinking. Think of way, um, different way of playing about it. Overall, yeah. same concept, but it needs to be like, she's going to play at all these things differently than a normal James Bond would. Mm-hmm. Or a male James Bond would, normal. Thinking about it, mm-hmm. Emily Clark, I couldn't see. Um, mainly because, yes, I liked her in Solo, a Star Wars story. but Shame her, on me for not seeing it well, yet. Hers, hers, I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. I see way too much of Daenerys in her. Yeah. Um, to where... Not saying that she couldn't do it. Um, I just see way too much of Daenerys in Emily Clark, naturally, because Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, but, like, she's one to where it's like, I would have to see what she would be like as that. Um, I would put her on the list. It's just she's kind of like, eh, I have to, mm-hmm. see, I have to see her more in a role that like that. Cause she's done little, little hints of it in there where she's kind of like played around with people. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's like, no, I don't see her as the top list for me so far of a James Bond or a 007. And like most of these that honestly, I'll be honest, most of the ones on this article that I keep flipping through mm-hmm. is basically. So they put Emily Clark on there because she'd been in Terminator, which is an action movie. Yeah. They put Claire Floyd 
on there because she was in the girl with the spider, uh, the girl in the spider web, which is kind of an action thriller. Um, they have uh, Charlie Theron from Atomic Blonde. Yes, I was gonna get to her. Like, oh, sorry, I she was in the gun on you. Yeah, then. But that's fine. Like she's in Atomic Blonde. You've got um, Thandi Newton who. Um, Mission Impossible 2 and the Chronicles of Riddick. Um, mm-hmm. Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra, or Chopra, hope I said that right. Hers is the in- most interesting one because she was in the Baywatch movie. Um, and she played the villain in that movie. With that, mm. I could see that being like, okay, she could be that sedu- seductress kind of one because... Is having that villainous chops, you kind of have to have that seductiveness to be a good villain because you have to learn. You got to know how to play the the protagonist in what you're going through. And that's like Daisy Ridley. Really, I haven't star, seen that. Really, like her biggest thing right now is that she, what she's gonna have to get over after this last Star Wars movie is. Not typecasting, but she's almost going to have to do the same thing that uh, Amelia Clark is going to have to do. Is like in my mind, when I see Daisley Ridley, I see Ray from yeah. Star Wars. Once Star Wars is over, obviously, she's going to have to kind of not reinvent herself, but kind of prove, like, hey, I'm not just Ray from Star Wars. I'm Daisy Ridley. I'm a good fucking actress. Exactly. Um, where Amelia Clark after Game of Thrones, yes, she's been in other stuff, but she's going to have to be like, hey, I am not just Daenerys Targaryen. I'm Amelia Clark. I'm a good actress. Right now, and she kind of did that with Solo, a Star Wars story, in yeah. my mind. Um, but then, like the other ones you mentioned from Atomic Blonde, um, Lauren Cohen, it's just because of, like, she was in Mile 22, which was an action film, but her work on The Walking Dead as well. Um, the interesting one is Naomi Harris. Um, because I will ask you this, how ironic would it be if like with Naomi Harris, the end of Skyfall, which is a, um, bond movie, they seem to be setting up her to be the star of the franchise. I'll read it right here. The end of Skyfall seemed to be setting up Naomi Harris as a female star in the franchise. Um, we saw her involved in all the action scenes, even though she did ac- accidentally shoot Bond with a sniper rifle. We saw her travel the globe to all the exotic locations Bond went to, even though she did end up sleeping with him. What kind of a twist do you think it would be in the story? Is if they made, let's say, and this actress aside, mm-hmm. They made the girl to be Bond. She was a Bond girl in a in like a past film. Not the actress, the character. So it's like, yeah. That'd be interesting. I was working with him in that movie. They liked it like MI not MI6. Um, is it MI6? Basically British intelligence. Liked her so much because obviously they keep tabs on everything that they then recruit them to be 007 because Bond, the original Bond is hanging up the holster. Yeah, I mean, it could be that. That would be kind of cool to like, hey, yeah, we like, like you said, we liked you so much and mm-hmm. you've 
kind of proven yourself. We want you to be in the next 007. Yeah. I mean, and then the the one that I did want to throw out there, Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, with me, I look at Emily Blunt and I just go, I don't see James Bond. And I don't know, like, that has nothing to do with her, like, acting chops. has nothing to do with what she's been in because the resume speaks for herself. Um, she's been in Edge of Tomorrow. She's been in Sicario. She's been in The Girl on the Train, which are all action movies. But I just, when I look at her, I just don't see James Bond. And I've been proven in movies before. Like, hey, I don't think they're going to be a good good for this role. And then they fucking knock it out of the ballpark. And you're like, well, you proved me wrong. Um, that's the only one where I know that Screen Rants has her at one. But I go, I don't know how she'd be as a Bond. Here's the last thing I want to ask you, though, with this. Okay. And get your opinion in on this is female 007, black 007, Hispanic 007, Asian 007. Um, how close are we in your mind? How close are we until we see a non white or non male James Bond in a movie? Are we far? Are we like, is it. Distant future? Is it medium future? Is it short future? Do you think we will see a non-white male as James Bond sooner or later in our lifetime? I'm hoping it's medium to short because, I mean, come on. I mean, you have so many potential other actors that aren't just white males Mm -hmm. that you aren't tapping into that could probably do the role like we Mm -hmm. talked about Idris Elba I would be down to seeing him as that some of these female actresses like I said it's not about what type of person like if you're male female black white Hispanic Mm -hmm. Asian whatever it is it's not about what you are it's how you portray portray the role Mm -hmm. so that's what I want to see I want to get I want to see more actors and actresses and finally make it like Make it a make it a mantle, mm-hmm. because like to this point, it's been the probably in my lifetime the Bond that got the most flack was Daniel Craig, um, mm-hmm. but that was before he started acting. Like I know my dad was one where when Daniel Craig was cast as Bond, my dad even said he doesn't look like a. My a dad Bond. was like. He doesn't look like a Bond to me. He looks like more of a Russian spy yeah. than a James Bond. I'll be Bond. honest. With you. He's right. He's Where right. It's though. like because you think about all the Bonds up to that, up to Daniel Craig, you've got Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan. Like these are guys where it's like they fit the either like British look or kind of like American British look. I know Bond is British. So that's why I want to keep it to that British look. Yeah. Um, But like Daniel Craig, like he said, he goes, yeah, he kind of looks like a Russian spy, not a MI6, not a British intelligence agent for the UK. So, I mean, if Daniel Craig could kind of break that mold, because I think now what Mm -hmm. fourth movie in, I think this is Daniel Craig's fourth Bond movie um, that he can basically if he can break that. Why can't someone else break the mold of hey, exactly. not being a white male? It would be more of the, the they have to decide to cast someone like mm-hmm. that, and maybe more so break the 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 societal hang up of it, as opposed to wait for society's hang up to kind of mm-hmm. falter out. Just hit it, get like okay, we're gonna pay 
enough for a good actor or actress mm-hmm. to portray the role that we know can do show the chops for it mm-hmm. and just like kind of break that for society and like okay yeah no okay it was a good bond mm-hmm. i think the other thing too with it and this is the last thing i'll say is story-wise it's gonna need some because you can't just like what you could do in the other movies is pick up with another actor like from Pierce Brosnan to um, Daniel Craig, because it's like, mm. but also again, it's like they're not in a timeline like the MCU. Mm-hmm. They can just be snapshots of 007 over his career. But yeah. like, I feel like there has to be a little bit of explanation of if you go with a non-white male 007, because like the other times you could just say, no, this is 007, like. Whatever they kind of hulk it, yeah. With, uh, what's his name, Ruffalo? Well, I mean, fuck. Wow. Okay, just <laughs> jump to that word right away. Um, for the, screw it. Just go and actually say what we've said before. You're gonna say, but fuck it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'll say it. <laughs> but fuck it. You know, I just say do what we said to say, say basically, and say, you know what? All these years, it's just been a name in a mantle. Yeah. Hell, James Bond could just have been a, like a a code name, basically. Like, hey. I'm Bond, yeah. James Bond. Yeah, that's not your real name, mm-hmm. though. And they could even make fun of that, too, where the if it's a female, name's Bond, James Bond. Doesn't really fit you. Yeah, I know, but I can't get him to change it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can make that joke. Like, or, like, if the female Bond, just call me Bond. What's your first name? James Bond. Like... Playing into the, don't call me James, just call me Bond. Yeah. Or 007, that'll work. Um, or if it's, they introduce the, hey, and I don't know if this will make Bond fans mad, but I'm throwing this out as an idea. What if then they introduce, okay, because we've never had to deal with this yet, if it's a female version, it's not James Bond, it's Jamie Bond. Jamie Bond or Jane Bond? Jane Bond works better. I like that. Yeah, I Bond. I like Jane Bond. Jane Bond because it keeps that same syllable. Like Jamie Bond adds an extra syllable. Yeah, it's Jane Bond. Yeah, Jane Bond. So because what I thought about is like there's a John Doe. Actually, fucking works really good. I like that. It's kind of like a John to you. A John Doe Jane Doe thing is how I got that. It's like ooh, that's good. Yeah, John Doe Jane Doe. So James Bond, Jane Bond. Yeah. Um, Fits the syllables. Yeah, you don't really get the name. I really fucking like that. You're welcome. Um, but any final thoughts before we wrap up this podcast? No, I say, you know what? It's just the studio has to go, you know what? Screw mm-hmm. like any societal hangups that might still be out there about it. Because yeah. a lot of people are going to be accepting of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, depend. I there will be in my mind some hardcore Bond fans that go, no, this is James Bond. This is what it is. But eventually, it's if you do be it like, right, you'll break it. them too. Um, yeah, go, exactly. Okay, no, they'll eventually go. Okay, actually, it was a good movie. Well, it was like, um, oh, fuck, what am I thinking? You're going to get the hashtag, not my James Bond. Yeah, well, not my James Bond. We've also had the not my Batman um, for some of the Batmans. Um, Tom Holland, when he first got cast as Spider-Man, because everyone wanted Tobey Maguire. Or Andrew Garfield. Or Andrew Garfield to be Spider-Man. Yeah, the same thing when Andrew Garfield became Spider-Man. It's like, hashtag not my Spider-Man. Well, because those Sam Raimi movies are so loved. Yeah, well, I, the, I loved, I should say. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing: it's just anytime Although you Johnny read, doesn't like the Sam Raimi Spider Man, not as much as the Andrew Garfield. Yeah, mm, Paul Giamatti Rhino. 
Yeah, okay. One. I'll take Sandman Spider 3 over Paul Giamatti Rhino. He dusted first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm the Rhino here. I'm yeah, Paul that, Giamatti. I, told, I fully admit I fucking hate that scene. I'm, a Paul, G, I'm Paul Giamatti, man. I, That's I'm what wearing, happens when I'm you wearing don't... A da- I'm wearing a, a wife beater. Yeah, a Dago T wife beater in this big mech suit. Come it's on. You either say wife beater or Dago T. You just said the same thing twice, yeah, Mr. I Redundancy. I said I'm both. They're both really bad words to say about a white shirt, so I just said them both. But basically, like, that yeah, scene no, is I horrible. I, well, that's what happens when you don't listen to but, Feige. But Spider-Man 3 was not great also. Yeah. Like, but I'll the take... spider dance? But I'll take Dance and Spidey over Paul Giamatti as Rhino any day. I'll take I'll take uh, Evil Symbiote Dance and Spider-Man. Um, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Um, what are your thoughts on a female James Bond? How close are we to it? Um, do you want to see it? How would you make it work in the James Bond universe? Let us know what you guys think down below. And then also make sure to support us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash most of podcast. That's how you help the show, help MVP. Um, our big goal for 2019 is to get us a new studio, and we need your help to do that. Obviously, patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. Also, go ahead and rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Five-star ratings really help us out, and they get us in the ears of more people. And then last but not least, our tweeters, as I am at Ricky Widmer, Johnny is at War Machine 9085, and then most valid pod is most of our most valid podcast is that most valuable pod. Well, thank you guys for watching on YouTube, although the camera went a... Well, we went a little bit longer than the camera. That's why I can look the other way, and you can't see my head right now as I'm looking at the back of the studio. Uh, But thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Thank you guys for also listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.